This is CliffCentral.com. She looks hard for the money. Yes. So hard for it, honey. She works hard for the money, so you better drink her right. Yeah. She works hard for the money. Yeah. So hard for it, honey. Yeah. She works hard for the money, so you better drink her right. Yeah. All right, Antia. Hey, good morning. How are you? How, how are you doing this morning? It's nice I, to see you. I am very good. Thank you very much. Yes, it's great to be here. I miss you guys during the week, actually. I know. Actually. It's quite odd. Okay. Oh, dear. We'll make it. Tears to my Sorry. right. Sorry. Okay. you regret saying that instantly. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But I do have more good news. What's the good week. news? The All Share Index last week was up 1%, which doesn't seem a lot. But in the last two weeks, the index is up 3.5%. I think we've had nine consecutive positive days in the last 10 days. So we've had one negative day, basically. That's what I'm saying. And then on top of that, the RAND has been equally strong, especially, it seemed, after the Supreme Court backed reinstating President Jacob Zuma's charges. Now, I'm not sure those 783 are charges. But like they're 18 charges or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get into that. The Rand, 13.26 against the dollar, 15.68 against the euro, 17.77 against the pound. So still quite weak against the pound, which is making a bit of a comeback. Um, and then in the financial shares, the JSE was up, the JSE share, not the overall in, uh, exchange, was up 2.6%. Um, on Friday, which made the gain for the week 11%, which is good because it has languished a bit in recent times. Mm. You know, volumes have been really low this year. Um, I don't know. There's just not that much conviction in the market. Banks were generally mixed. Um, Standard Bank was up 2% and then Capitec up 1.3% on Friday, hit another lifetime high of 938 rand per share. This bank really is... Taking over. I mean, you already know it's now one of the top four banks in the country, knocking Nedbank out of that little elite group. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it just keeps on going. Resources as well, having a spectacular run. Anglo-American is at a two-year high. Year-to-date, the share is up 32%. And guess what? Since January of 2016, of last year, the share is up over 300%. How glad are you that wow. you hold that share in our portfolios? Wow. I know. I think all of this really is on the back of global demand. In fact, we, I'm going to jump around, sorry, but we had manufacturing output last week, which rose by a surprise 1.5% year on year. We were expecting a contraction of 0.5%. And basically, the iron and steel division was actually what maintained this positive or this growth, I should say. And really, I do think it's on the back of global demand. I'm not sure it's anything we're doing, right? Because manufacturing production actually contracted by 1.2% year on year for the first eight months of the year. Hmm. So so at least a bit of positive news in manufacturing output there. And then back to the market, because I have to tell you that on Friday, the dual listeds obviously had a uh, – they're probably holding our market back a bit because of the stronger rand, but Naspers closed exactly on the dot, 3,200 rand a share on Friday. I mean, it is spectacular. It's just, we love that share, don't we? Aren't we getting nervous though that, that it's reaching a ceiling? Aren't we, aren't we excited that it might go to 3,500? I mean, obviously. <laughs> but when do we, uh, when do we sell? 
when we get some bad news from Tencent, when we get some bad news from them, I mean, it hasn't all been great news, you, you know. No. They are, you, you know the story of the rump of the business kind of not making money, um, whereas the Tencent business is undervalued. You know, yes. it's trading at a discount to right. just its Tencent share. So if right. you just took Tencent, it would be a, I think it was 3,600 rand a share. Mm-hmm. So you take out all the other businesses. So basically you're discounting all those other small businesses. And what they're actually doing is that they're selling off little bits of that business and realizing profits that kind of, cause obviously you invest and you don't realize profits until you sell. Absolutely. Unless of course it's a big cash cow. Right. Which none of them have been, unfortunately. Um, and then British America. So to answer your question, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> You're right. good with that, right? Uh, of course okay. I trust you on this one, yeah. Um, and then British American Tobacco was down 5%, and this was a bit disappointing because last week South Korea agreed for a special consumption tax for, the, you know, these heat-not-burn cigarettes we always talk about. And actually what it will yeah. do, it will add it, – it is basically 40% lower – than cigarettes, normal cigarettes, which implies a 2.3 times higher revenue per packet of these heat not burn, which is great. And it sounds like South Korea, who cares? But actually, I think what we're going to see is the UK, uh, Europe, and Japan following suit and lowering taxes on the heat not burn uh, compared to or offering uh, some sort of tax rebate or something. So that would be good for the business. Absolutely. And you know, we've spoken before about Philip Morris. If you just go to Mm. the Philip Morris website, I mean, their tagline is something like um, working towards a smoke-free society. I mean, a cigarette company that says that, it blows my mind. It's fantastic, actually. Um, And then in company news, PPC, the saga continues, I'm afraid. The yeah. shares up 10% in the last five trading days. Aren't you glad you own that share as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is just like, I, I, I don't know how far back I have to take you on this, but 2013, you know, I loved the share. They were talking about expanding into Africa. They were, op- they were building cement plants in the DRC, in Ethiopia, and somewhere else. I think it was in the Maghreb region. Um, and they were charging, they were getting double the margins they were getting in South Africa. Then suddenly 2014, March, Ketso Gordon resigned. Um, and the share price just has not recovered. Uh, last year, or was it this year, beginning of this year, they had to do a rights issue because they breached their loan covenants. They had to raise capital. And then, of course, a couple of weeks ago, if you remember, Fairfax came out and said that they would make a bid for the company on behalf of or in tandem with AfriSam, which is also a local cement player, at 5 rand 75 a share for PPC. Hmm. The share is now trading at 6 rand 83. Now, this is just like this is just a bizarre thing because what's happening is that the market is speculating that a higher bidder will come in, except what we saw last week was that Dangote had said he was going to bid for PPC and right. then and then last week withdrew his bid. Right. So the share should have plummeted, but it didn't. Um, a company called a hedge fund called Value Capital Partners al- announced last week that they now hold over 5% of the company, which is a humongous bet for a small hedge fund because PPC's market cap is 10.9 billion rand. Mm-hmm. Um, and why are they doing it, right? Like if it's trading at 6 rand 83, it's underpinned by this bid of 5 rand 75. You'd almost think that… 
well, it's five rand seventy-five, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who's why? Why is it going to six eighty-three? So I'm guessing that they think Lafarge Wholesome are still going to come in and bid up. Um, maybe they think it's a seven rand share. It's a funny thing because if you read the press, you'll see that the CEO of AfriSam is going, no, 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 PPC is not valued at more than five rand seventy-five a share. Mm. The CEO or executive uh, executives of PPC are saying, no, we are valued at far higher than that. You should give us, um, you should pay more for our shares. The shareholders are declining the five rand seventy-five. So where it ends is anyone's guess. Do you think it's worth speculating here? Well, we already own the share. Mm. My question is, this is the real question. Should I be selling? Should I be taking profit? No one ever went broke taking a profit, right? No. So we debate this in the office almost every day. And Henry, you know Henry, right? He sits opposite me and he's going, no, 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 don't sell. It's a seven rand, maybe even a seven rand fifty share. I'm going, hey, I bought it below six rand. I'm okay with this. We'll sure. see. This It's going to be telling this, this week. This is why Anthea is uh, busy, everybody. This is the stuff that keeps her <laughs> up at night. Oh, abso- oh, absolutely the stuff that keeps me up. And then I'm, I'm glad that you wanted to talk about PSG. Can we just talk about them quickly? Because ah, yeah. PSG, I mean, that's delivered really nicely as well. Very consistent. Another share we own. Uh-huh. Um, so they put out their six month results last week. The share was up about 3%. Some of the parts value 262.32 is what they're saying. And actually it's trading at about a 3% discount. Mm. So that's really difficult because there's not much in it, right? Um, they've upped their interim dividend to one rand 38 cents per share. We like getting cash. So we're, we're happy about that. Um, their five-year compound annual growth rate, including the share price, is over 30%. And this is where I get nervous because I know it's a nice steady eddy, I call it. Um, but there's nothing in it. There's nothing tangible. The thing is, and they haven't given us enough kind of to go with, you know. So their Zeda holdings really underperformed, kind of their agricultural business underperformed. Mm-hmm. But they're such a nice diversified company at the moment that everything else did okay. So it's another one I I need to make a decision about. Um, You'll let us know. <laughs> indeed. I, oh, I'll just trade and then I'll let you know. All right, let's talk about paper. <gasps> ah, Mondi. Yes, let's talk about paper because Mondi put out their third quarter results. Now, just because it's dual listed, we only, in South Africa, we only report twice a year. But if you're dual listed, like Anglos and Mondis and all those, you have to report quarterly. Um, we saw an 8% rise in underlying op- operating profit for the quarter. But for the nine months to end of September, operating profits actually down 1%. And there's a couple of issues here. Cost pressures are definitely it. So you're looking at inflationary input costs, so wood, energy, chemical, all kind of putting a pressure on the margin. And then they've had maintenance shutdowns, which has reduced operating profit by 30 million euros for the quarter. If I extrapolate it, I'm looking at 90 million euros for the full year. Which, to give you some perspective, is humongous considering that in 2016, their maintenance shutdowns cost them 35 million euros. So three times as much this year. The thing with Mondi, though, is yeah. that in this industry, the management are saying that valuations are stretched. So they're not looking to do any mergers and acquisitions. Like they're not, uh, not at these prices, they're saying anyway. 
They've had some strong growth in Eastern Europe. They've managed to delever their balance sheet quite nicely, and this is where it becomes interesting, because at a 12-month forward, it's on a 14.5 price earnings ratio, which is really not attractive. But because of this delevering of the balance sheet, in fact, it looks like they could pay us a special dividend at the end of the year. We never complain about that. Exactly. But now we're not sure, right? Like right. there's no certainty. And the end of the year is December, so they'll only report in February. So we've got some time to decide whether or not we want to buy this share. I did hold the share at some time, for a couple of weeks during the year, um, and then got rid of it. And now, now thinking whether I should buy it again. <laughs> it's the story of my life. <laughs> buy, sell, buy, sell. <laughs> it is so tough being Anthea. All right, cool. All right. Um, Sun International. Do you want to talk about Sun? Oh, we need to talk about Sun International because I think at the beginning of the year, I loved this share, right? They were opening Menland Main and they were adding oh, huge amounts to their earnings base. I think it was like Menland Main was going to add one rand just to their earnings alone, which would have given me, I don't know, a hundred rand share or 112 rand share. I worked it out. It's currently a 50 rand share. What yeah. went wrong? Um, anyway. They announced last week on Friday that they're acquiring resorts in Peru called Thunderbird Resorts. They own four gaming operations. They're paying $26 million for it. They paid 17 times earnings, so not cheap. It's slightly earnings accretive at about 5%. We're looking on a, for a return of equity of 6%. But the problem with Sun International is that they've got this dreams business in Latin America, which they haven't. They haven't quite nailed down yet. You know, they haven't quite done that much. It's kind of, they, they've had a tough time with inconsistent regulatory environment, strange town planning issues, what they call mob style collusion between Ooh. local, local casinos and local banks. Yeah. So should they have bought this Thunderbird resorts? I'm not sure. So yeah, so Sun International, I'm afraid, has been our big disappointment, my big disappointment this year. Um, where to from here is the question. I think, I, I thought they might have to do a capital raise and a rights issue, but I think probably not now. Um, if they needed to, I can't imagine they would have used, they would have gone and bought out these resorts and maybe they'll use their South American balance sheet instead of their local balance sheet. I'm hoping anyway. All right. Um, what about, uh, Outsurance? The CEO and founder. Yes. Yeah, so Willem, yeah. So Willem Roos. Resigned. Um, he'll leave at the end of December. It's quite a shock. I mean, I think Outsurance went out of their way to say, don't worry, it's fine. You know, the culture of the company is still intact. Management are really good. But Willem Roos really was the innovator, the guy who was going to do it all. And he's now joining, wait for it, Michael Jordan and Paul Harris. So, you know, Michael Jordan from First National Bank. He's he's gone and lived in Stellenbosch and is doing all sorts of fun and interesting yeah, innovative wines things. Wines and all kinds of things, yeah. And lots of tech stuff. Eh? He's like mm. a tech incubator. And Paul Harris from First Rand or right. R&B. Um, and they're starting up a broadband network of 4G plus and LTE advanced technology. So watch out MTN, Salsi, Vodacom. Here they come. Oh, that could be yeah. interesting. I think it's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's a shame for our insurance. I, I think it will impact quite negatively. And, and you know, we can't get access to our insurance directly through the stock market. We have to go through RMI. Um, and this is not RMI's first big loss. In fact, Chris Mayer, who was also one of the top executives who I used to work with, um, left and is going off to Australia, I believe. 
So they've had two big executives leave in a very short space of time, and I think it's a shame, and I think it will impact negatively on the share. It's a share I do like still. Um, difficult one to call. You know, what do we do? I, I think I'm going to hold on to my RMIs, actually. Um, and then if rain comes to market, this is what the company, this is the Willem Roos's company, or Paul Harris, Michael Jordan, Willem Roos. It's called Rain Mobile, so watch out for them. And if they come to market, I think I would bet on that management team. Eh? I think they sound very experienced, yeah. sound smart. All right, cool. Thanks, Anthea. My pleasure. So Thanks, a lot to guys. think about this morning, and we'll catch up with you next week. Indeed. Have a good week. All right, very good. Remember, you can always get yourself a refresher course by going to the Money Shot page on cliffcentral.com and you can hear anything that you might have missed this morning with Anthea at any time you need it. That's the nice thing about podcasts is that they can go and fit in with your life. This is cliffcentral.com.